You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, welcome back to the latest Mountain West Connection podcast. Jeremy Moss here, hanging out for the daily hike version. Of the news and notes that happened uh, over the past, uh, I guess, 24 hours. Because we're starting to make sure these things are daily. Check us out iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Stitcher. uh, Tune in as well. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. Prefer that five-star type of rating. Our website is uh, mwcconnection.com. So check us out there when you get a chance. We'd really appreciate it. And the news and notes got a lot of stuff that happened in the past day or two. I guess the big news we'll start with, well, two, we'll go with some good news and then some not-so-good news. Former San Jose State offensive lineman, current Houston Texan, you have David Questenberry. He's had a rough go of, go of it of late. He got drafted by the Texans a couple years ago. Unfortunately, had cancer. He's been going through chemo, getting better, physical, um, getting his physical shape back. He had a non-Hodgkin's T lymphoblastic lymphoma three years that's the uh, specific diagnosis and if you remember I think we tweeted out or did an article on this a while back on about a month ago six weeks ago April 12th he basically broke the bell at the, at, after his last chemo session so I was pretty pumped about that but he's back on the workout field for the Texans with Bill O'Brien and what he has to do next is to just get stronger because going through that type of treatment, you got to get your weight back. Play. He hasn't really played football since he's been drafted. Because I believe it was three years ago, right after he was drafted, that was the case. And it's, give the Texans a round of applause for being able to keep him around. Give him a chance to um, stick with the team and earn his place back on the roster. Now at this point, he has to get better. Like I said, get his weight back on. Whatever it has to do with the playbook. Uh, physically, mentally, play football. So congrats on him for achieving that hopefully that cancer stays away and he can uh, have a successful pro football career so we'll see we'll keep monitoring how he does throughout training camp once we get closer to the season if he can make that 53-man roster and now to the not so good news man New Mexico you're in some hot water folks so I put a video if you're looking on the um, daily hike I recommend reading that post as well put article to a KRQE out of Albuquerque News 13 and put in a YouTube video from the report. And it's not great. So what the deal is, there was a, a couple years ago, a golf trip to Scotland with a AD Paul Krebs, former coach uh, Neil, Craig Neal, on a trip to Scotland. It was two years ago. This was set up um, as kind of a, a tour with uh, local Lobo celebrities, which, to be honest, come on, it's kind of cheesy. Yeah, I'm going to go with the AD and the basketball coach. It's not like you're going out with uh, another school, say Roy Williams or football UCLA Jim Moore or something like that. It's it's cool, but it's also kind of cheesy. You're going to Scotland, cost about eight grand per person. Not a bad idea. Not if you can afford it, go for it. Uh, Krebs dis- disguised it basically as saying it's a working trip where potential donors can maybe to get more money to the program. Okay, however, here's an issue with it. With it, Part of it, the trip was not paid for by those individuals. Some of it was paid for by others. Like So some of these guys got a free trip. 
They went to Scotland to the amazing golf courses, uh, four-star resorts. There were 23 participants who signed up for this. But like I said, not everyone paid their own way. Um, here's where it gets interesting. A Larry Barker investigation, a KRQE at Channel 13, found out that the public footed the bill for New Mexico officials to go to Scotland and play golf. Included tens of thousands of dollars, airfare, travel, hotel, all that golf I mentioned. A UNM paid over 8000 for Craig Neal's trip. Uh, Krebs holiday cost university exactly $9,379. And then also um, local club executive Cole McAmey would charge over 8000 golf outing to a university credit card. And earlier earlier this month, um, acting president, I know I'm going to butcher this name, I apologize, uh, Chow Kai Abadala said the Scotland trip was an inappropriate use of public money, which, duh, it, like doing the trip itself, it's not a not a bad idea, but to have the university pay for it, particularly when we know there's debt and issues within the athletic department to with the buyout they had with Craig Neal and for their coaching search for bringing in Paul Weir now from New Mexico State, they cut the ski team to save $600,000 per year. Ski team is coming back at least one year as they have raised those funds, but geez, this is oh, ridiculous. But overall, Krebs finally said earlier this month uh, in May that the Scotland trip cost the university $39,382. And the athlete, and uh, KRQE uh, discovered that um, someone disguised the trip uh, by recording it as a basketball tournament to Ireland. However, there is no basketball tournament in Ireland by the team. There are these international trips you can take, but this was not one of those cases. So it's uh, getting pretty caught red-handed in this thing and overall the university paid that amount to so 39,000 but overall ended up this university or excuse me the public $64,949 for that golf outing this is ridiculous a very, huge misuse of funds and I believe I read somewhere it did get paid back somehow that amount but still you can't go out and just flat out lie because, yeah, an anonymous donor um, said the money was received and paid back that trip. But still, it's like you can do these cool trips where you go with that, certain people's athletic department, but you got to pay for it yourself, man. You can't go for free. You have to have these guys pay for the trip because there are benefits and incentives to do so where it could lead to better fundraising trips. Um, some donors want access. Hey, I got your ear. Let me do this. That's kind of part of it as well. But. You got the Mexico's got to get get crap together, man. You can't be going out and doing that. It's a pretty big deal. So again, I recommend that was kind of that was the Cliff Notes version of it. Re watch the video, read this stuff from KRQE, um, Albuquerque Journal. We'll have something up as well. We're just a little bit behind on this today, but you can get our take on it as well. So geez, but we have a lot of New Mexico stuff today. A couple of things also going on with the Lobos. They uh, their quarterback situation is pretty solid with Lamar. Jordan as the quarterback. However, they're still looking at another transfer, perhaps. The website Juco Football Frenzy reported on Twitter that Lobos are targeting this quarterback, Alan Edward. Here's the thing. He, he's from Miami from 2014. He had about, reportedly, again, reportedly had these 16 offers. And he first committed to Miami. The, re the reason, I'm, if, you, if you can see him doing air quotes for reportedly, if you saw on Dr. Saturday, um, all the other websites as well, where they were, there's this kid who basically faked his recruitment 
where he's like, I got offers from these school. Here's my top five. Never existed, essentially. Deleted all social media accounts. I guess it was found out from an exact photo from a guy, a recruit from February. This photo at Michigan State. Said he loved his visit. Took the photo. Who knows if it was a trick or a joke or he's just messing around or if he just wanted to drum up interest in his name. But that's why he's reportedly for these offers. So there's an issue where he had academic issues, never enrolled in Miami, signed to Syracuse, didn't get in there either. And he went to Garden City Community College but didn't play in 14 or 15. And he left after the summer of 15 after coaching shakeup. Um, he saw a tiny bit of action in 2016 at Independence last summer where he's behind a, a two-lane signee. He completed 15 of 33 passes. So I don't get why the Lobos are going after this guy or any other quarterback early. And so they listed him as a redshirt freshman, meaning he could have a three years of eligibility um, to play to come to New Mexico. But there's still New Mexico has been going after quarterbacks. They tried to get a Montel's Corset from Kansas, who ended up going to Boise State. But here's what they have on the roster right now. Like I said, they have they did lose Jawan Watt Lawson earlier this year, which makes sense to want to bring another quarterback. But they have a couple of guys already. Like I said, they they have their starter in a Lamar Jordan redshirt freshman, Tavika Toyoto, Arizona State grad transfer Colton Gerhardt. They have Cameron Burston, who's from a Contra Costa Contra Costa College, and there could be other guys looking to sign. So, sure, go for it. Go. Get as many quarterbacks as you want. It's I just happened to come across that. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. They're going for another quarterback. And some more Lobo news. This is really interesting from CoachingSearch.com. Uh, Chris Benini did this. Um, he took some quotes from um, Smash Mouth Radio 99.1 about Bob Davey. And everybody knows here we love football Bob. Love football Bob, what he's been doing at New Mexico. And he's had to have the unique offense to pistol the um, – run option, the veer option, all sorts of uh, unique offensive style to be good. And he has done that. He won nine games last year, went to a bowl game, doing very good things. So he kind of mentioned interesting quotes by basically saying he enjoys recruiting kids who barely have any offers. And again, part of it, you're at New Mexico, you're not going to get these great guys, but he says, quote, that's the biggest piece of it. We're not going to go out and out-recruit anybody, really, even within our league. When we look at the facilities and financial commitments to our league, there's a discrepancy there. And that makes sense. Lobos are out in Albuquerque. They're not being being placed in the top half of recruiting within even the Mountain West. And then he goes on to say, one thing you learn in Power 5 conferences, because remember, Dave was at Notre Dame for a while, it's easier to start with those four or five-star lists and he says it really takes confidence to watch and evaluate tape that nobody else is recruiting a kid. And maybe that's the point for the recruit I mentioned, the guy who was going to go to Miami, Syracuse, end up going to Juco route at Independence. You have to really study and know your stuff if a guy can fit your system. And if you can maybe coach him up for him, say he's not rated or a two-star to a three-four or even five-star. Because Davey's right. He goes on and say again, quote, it's kind of easy when you're at Alabama and Florida, Michigan, Ohio State – to watch the tape and make the, make the conclusion the kid's a player. But the real coaching comes in, and you saw this in the Mountain West before. Look what TCU did with Gary Patterson or Kyle Whittingham at Utah. They would get these guys, change positions. They'd be under-recruited or late bloomers and just blow up and be great athletes. Look at Josh Allen at Wyoming. He wasn't. He grew a couple of inches, grew, added 30 pounds after high school, still wasn't highly regarded at, New Me- at um, excuse me, speaking of New Mexico, at Wyoming. 
and look what he's doing now, potential to be a top NFL draft pick next year. And if you look at overall Davies' um, five full recruiting classes at UNM, only one has been top 90, and his best class ever was the 2016 class where he was fifth in the Mountain West, 84th overall. And again, they, this article mentions the option-based pistol attack. It's a pretty big equalizer. It's crazy for them to do because not many teams go up against it, even in the Mountain West. You, that's why you've seen Boise State have to struggle and lose to them. You've seen New Mexico roll out whoever they want to have big plays, 60, 80-yard runs, especially my guy Terry and Gibson, who I loved. So it looks like David enjoys his challenge because it's coaching. You're watching film and trying to figure out a game plan to find who these best players are and you're getting. So, I would again, check all these out. These are in our Daily Hike post. One other little bit of note I have here. I'm just real quick. Nevada officially made it. Oh, I was going to say officially official. It's kind of cheesy to say. But they added another basketball player. Um, Eric Musselman has been adding transfers like crazy the past couple of years. It's now official. Jordan Caroline coming in from Bryant. Or Excuse me. I'm reading that incorrectly. Uh, Marcel Petway from Bryant officially comes in to be a Wolfpack player. And he's going to be, he's a power forward. He's only 6'5", but he's 250 pounds. So what's that, the uh, Charles Barkley size, the round mound there? Jeez, so that's that's an issue there for not being 6'8 or above to be power forward. But um, Petway told Chris Maria of the Reno Gazette Journal that his IQ is, IQ-wise, I probably have one of the highest ones you'll see out there. I'm really easy to play with. I'll do anything the coaches need me to do. I'm a winner. So, He'll have to sit out. Uh, he'll be eligible next year, 2017-18. Um, not on scholarship. So, no, sorry, excuse me. He will be eligible to play next year's walk-on walk on can't earn a scholarship. So, interesting to come from Bryant to get to this location because in at um, from Bryant, he had 11 points per game, 7 rebounds. So, as a sophomore, ranked second in field goal percentage within their conference, top 10 rebounder. Pretty good PER efficiency rating. That's what Draft Express uses. So, Musselman just getting these type of guys. And one interesting note, really quick, we'll wrap this up here. I don't want to make this podcast too long, but his head coach from Bryant, Tim O'Shea, um, called him. He's more productive than you think, given his athletic ability, saying he's not going to outjump you from the gym. He's not going to pass the eye test, but he gets things done. He's a very unique kid. He's poised, he's thoughtful, and he makes everyone around him better. And there are those type of players where you've seen, like, look at Nick, Dun- Nick Duncan from Boise State, man. He doesn't look like a basketball player, but he can chuck up threes, make them most of the time, and do a pretty good job. So just one last little bit of news where don't judge. I guess the, the moral here is don't judge the book by its cover. But uh, that's what we have today for the Daily Hike podcast. We'll mix these in with our team previews. We'll have talking a lot of other teams within the conference for those non-conference games. But that's what we have today. So, again, iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, tune in, check us out. Give us a five-star review. And as always, folks, Yes, we are biased against your football team.